Hello and welcome everyone to the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnan, and today I'm joined by Microsoft Business Application Lead for Retail, Stacey Key. Now, it's well known that the more personal the retail experience, or any buying experience for that matter, the more willing people are to buy from you and come back again. It makes for happy customers, right? But I wanted to find out how to achieve this. And so I grabbed Stacey of her own very relatable perspective. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. To your coffee. Oh, uh, coffee, but I have to make sure it's really milky. I'm a recent convert to oat milk, actually, just to clarify. Yeah, oh, so yeah. there we go. Yeah, recent convert, uh, no sugar. Um, and I want to know from you, Stacey, three words that describe you. Oh, um, God, I don't want to sound too big-headed. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I would say I'm quite energetic. I'm quite a motivated person. I'm very definitely organised. You're an organised person. You'd have to be. I'd like to think. I think I like to think I am. Uh, it's just if I don't think I'm organised, then the whole world sinks around me. <laughs> All right. So um, I've got you on to talk about customers and the whole 360 degree view of customers. That's what we're, we're discussing today. And in particular, the customer data platform, which is a fairly new thing. So I think for our listeners, what would be great is if you could put it into some sort of context of what it is. Got you. Yeah. So best way to describe our customer data platform, I guess, in relation to retailers, they have some of the best data um, you know, from transactional to behavioural to demographic data, they have point of sale data, they have uh, e-commerce data. And what they do have is all that data, but what they don't have is the insight right. and really being able to generate that insight and actually do something with it. So that's exactly what our customer data platform does. It's a pre-built platform that enables them to ingest all of that amazing data that they've got and then to deliver them some really fantastic insight. That's a problem with a lot of organisations isn't it I, I find is that they've got tons of data in in tons of different uh, silos and repositories and it's never particularly consistent people can't get a single view of it and mm. that's where trying to get that single customer view becomes a problem does it because data is just everywhere generally absolutely and, and how does the data platform work in terms of uh, i guess connecting uh, some of these sides and the data points so what we've got which is uh, one of the biggest things that uh, kind of when retailers look for a platform around a cdp they look for those pre-built models that help them to do things like what's their risk of churn of their customers leaving them or what's the average lifetime value of spend that they can get from customers or you know what is that next product or service that they should be thinking about um, um, uh, reaching out to their, their consumers about. And so what our platform actually does is it takes all of those amazing insights, they've got all of that data, and then it spits out these models or these um, kind of segmentations of views of um, what are those customers are. So they can then take that data and actually then do something with it and activate it through their marketing platform or through advertising, all those different kind of areas that are really important to retailers. So how can people access the um, customer data platform? A lot of our customers have um, a data lake that could be with Azure, but that could also be with AWS. It could be with Google. Um, and that's fundamentally where they're kind of pumping and ingesting all of that data from all those different sources. Once they physically have all that data in that data lake, they can then ingest that into customer insights. One of the fantastic things with Microsoft is we've got lots, I think, I don't even want to give a number, but it might be hundreds and hundreds of pre-built connectors to all the really big vendors out there. Um, we partner with, you know, some of the world's biggest vendors like SAP, as an example. Yeah. And with those pre-built connectors, it allows a simple configuration um, and actually to then be able to 
connect and bring that data in. So, okay, so this is all part of Microsoft's matter, isn't it? In, in, in making sure that it, even if you've got something like SAP or you've got an Oracle database or something else, that the you can still benefit from Microsoft's tools like Dynamics 365 and parts of Dynamics 365 whilst connecting the data still. Absolutely. And I, I think one of the things I, I do say, you know, I am a dynamic seller by heart, but I think one of the nice things about this is that it is a standalone CDP that can be sat on, you know, any data lake, ideally Azure. But, you know, the output of that data and those insights could be ingested back into Salesforce or Oracle or SAP um, or Power BI or, you know, dynamic CRM. And it doesn't necessarily have to just be that you're then ingesting that data back into a Microsoft platform. Most of our customers that are using this might use Adobe as an example for their marketing activation side. So, you know, mixing up CDP with us and marketing with Adobe. Um, and a really nice story that's publicly available is Boots Walgreens in the US who are doing this. So, you know, they're using a customer data platform or CDP with us and, and marketing activation with Adobe. Why is it important to look at the retail experience, but, but almost look at it from the point of view of the consumer on the other side of the counter? So I guess if we kind of look at this in all the stuff that's happened over the last kind of 18 months. So, it's really been for us a, a kind of a tale of two halves. There's no point mentioning the big C word. It's been undeniably challenging for everyone in lots of different ways. So some of the points that I was just looking at actually recently was that I think almost 190 different retailers of, um, sorry, 190,000 retail jobs have been lost in the last 18 months. Most retailers have definitely relied on some sort of government schemes um, and funding. And all the large retailers have definitely consumed all those smaller retailers that were struggling. But on the flip side of that, um, you know, we've really seen um, a lot of retailers showing a lot of resilience, adapting and really innovating at pace. Sales have been up remarkably with some of the really big DIY stores, which I'm not going to mention. But then also a lot of those retailers are looking for new channels to engage with customers. 80% of retailers use the pandemic to really make well overdue changes. And I also know that I just, well, from what I can tell, really, bounce back is is more than underway to really either attract or retain some of those new customers. And everyone is hiring at the moment. There is advertising everywhere. They cannot find anyone to replace them. Is Microsoft's approach then, are they looking at it from the consumer's perspective? When they're developing new uh, technologies like Dynamics Commerce and those sorts of things, they're looking at it from the, the consumer's uh, absolutely. point Absolutely. I think even before the pandemic, I mean, I for one was always shopping online, but even more so, I think that, you know, people are shopping online. I definitely use all the social sites recommendations and it's a really common part of my journey to making sure that I'm getting the best value for service or sorry value for money or the best service from a particular retailer or it doesn't even have to just be retailer to be honest what that does is all those things that a consumer now has access to really gives consumers a platform and, a, and the ability to really be powerful in the decisions that they're making the biggest thing I think is that retailers really have to think about the experiences that they're going to deliver and at what part of that journey not just think about what channels they're going to be communicating with them it's it's actually the experiences they're going to deliver. I guess it's because consumers are now buying across multiple channels. You talked about omnichannel. It's hard for a retailer to always be able to predict exactly where a consumer will buy something, where the preference is. You've got to, I guess you've got to make sure that any route to purchase through that uh, retailer is a good experience and connected. Absolutely. And I think once, you know, we've already talked a little bit about maybe some of the customer insight side of things, but once they've got all that insight, it's then over to the activation side. So how do they really build out that customer journey? Um, and one of the new things that's recently become available for Microsoft is our customer journey orchestration. And it's really transforming that in the moment marketing and that journey with the end customer. If I think about kind of my own experience at the moment, so I'm going through a big house renovation. So actually, if I pop into my local DIY store to go and pick up some paint, at that given moment, 
moment in time, if they had messaged me that maybe you might need some filler or some paintbrushes and here's 10% off, I'm more than likely to pick that up because that's on my journey where I am at that given moment in time. Whereas actually, I'm probably going to shop around a little bit, maybe find the best value for paintbrushes as an example. But yeah, so it's really making sure that those moments matter when you've got access to that customer in your store, online, wherever they might be. You mentioned that COVID has kind of exasperated uh, kind of that drive to creating that kind of connected experience. I mean, where do you think, in your opinion, perhaps what you've seen, where do you think most retailers are in in, in creating that connected journey? Do you, th- do you think more are now further ahead because of COVID or do you think still, still trying to catch up? Yeah, it's a good question. I think there's a mixture and I think it depends where that retailer started out. You know, you've got the the likes of retailers that have started out in the cloud and, and in um, an e commerce platforms. Whereas I guess the ones that have got the traditional bricks and mortar stores are the ones that are struggling to pick everything up as quickly as, you know, an online retailer could. I would say it's a mixture, but we are definitely seeing a lot more organizations looking to transform, um, looking to get more insight and more opportunity to improve their experiences with customers. What do you think is coming up that Microsoft is, is helping retailers with? I talk, I mentioned commerce, science commerce, but is, are there other tools and other things and approaches that they're bringing through? Yeah, well, I guess we can really channel our own retailing experience because, you know, naturally Microsoft is a retailer, right? We've got Xbox, we've got our Microsoft stores. Given everyone buying everything online at the moment, fraud has been a really big thing. It's always been a problem. So how can we really help consumer, or sorry, really help retailers with um, the fraudulent aspect of their customer's journey? E-commerce is one of the things that you've mentioned already, you know, customer insights, customer journey orchestration. Data, as always, is the key to knowing enough about your customers to create a connected and personal buying experience. Capture, harness and use it to deliver insight to guide systems and people. But perhaps you're a long way from creating a 360 review of your customers, in which case there's a simpler method for getting some way to creating a better buying experience. And that means standing on the other side of the counter or screen. Try it, buy something and share the experience with others. If it feels like a transactional engagement, work out how you can change things to connect closer with the customer. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves.